0: ...about Ross and Patrick.
1: I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about?
0: I don't know, I'm not so sure.
1: Maybe we'll have a guest or two.
0: The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? Who cares? We care!
1: Gross. (laughs) Everybody, yeah, rock your body, yeah, everybody. Peggy's back (laughs) Alright
0: Nobody does a falsetto like you (laughs) Alright Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the show Okay Oh, my God. That hurt.
1: I'm sorry, baby. I just got to get look, it.
0: Look what you did to get her. My blood
1: pumping. Oh, Peggy's chasing her tail. As soon
0: as you did that, too, she started going. <laughs> 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 You're
1: gnashing her teeth. She's
0: gnashing her teeth. She's
1: unleashing she was, fucking she like, anal gland farts.
0: She was like, stop it, please. The high pitch,
1: the dog whistle voice. She probably didn't
0: like it, yeah.
1: That gets her attention.
0: (laughs) She wags her tail.
1: Yeah, we speak the same language. Her and I are really communicating on our next level these days. Are
0: you guys sick about hearing about our dog already? Well, if you are, I'm sorry. This is not the podcast. Yeah,
1: Yeah, this is a peg cast. It's a Peggy cast. It's not even a podcast.
0: If you looked into her adorable eyes, you'd understand why we can't stop talking about her. Oh, Oh, she's so photogenic. Speaking of her adorable eyes. Oh, I'm looking at friend of the show.
1: Veda Jane. Veda
0: Jane in a reindeer costume Oh, in which she autographed.
1: Oh, yeah, with the Sharpie. It's a bit
0: of a doctor's signature. Yep. Unreadable. Yeah, is this
1: Veda's name or is she prescribing me OxyContin?
0: Oh, God damn it. Hey!
1: She had the rings. <laughs> All right, Peggy's biting uh, Ross's Nurse Betty, <laughs> s- Betty slip-ons over there. Some kind of clog, some kind of Dr. Shoals moment. Apparently that's a fashion thing the women are doing, but yeah, guys, we're just getting up and running here. Welcome to the who cares podcast. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? We're a married couple, uh, in New York city. We met in the wonderful world of the 12 step support group. Mm. Uh, Ross is pregnant. And I am hopefully the daddy. Oh, stop it. I'm just trying to give them all the information. This could be somebody's first time ever listening to us. You are
0: the father.
1: If they made it past the Backstreet Boys uh, performance, they need to know who we are.
0: That's true. (laughs) Have you made it past the first couple minutes of insane nonsense?
1: Everybody. Um...
0: (sighs) What were we going to talk about, huh?
1: Well, there's a few things going on. The Bachelor is back.
0: Baby. We've, we've got
1: Bachelor Peter in the Hollywood Hills with his pick of the litter. <laughs> pick of the litter. And I say litter because they're trash.
0: Because they're literal pigs. It's a pig litter. Uh, no, they are not pigs. Uh, I said pick
1: of the litter. I didn't say pig of the litter. I know, but
0: I'm thinking of like a litter of pigs.
1: Pig of the litter is a fun word, though. Phrase? Radisson Dick (laughs) Pig. Shout out! Shout out to throwing shade.
0: Oh God, damn it!
1: Yeah, so maybe we'll chat about the Bachelor. Um, I am dealing with a personal injury. Yes, I am going to be. If there's any attorneys at law, I'm going to be calling a personal injury lawyer. Actually, I'm just kidding. I injured myself. Working for my friend's company. so By being a
0: real Radisson dick pig about it.
1: No way am I going to sue him. Uh, But I, yeah, I thought I broke my wrist, hon.
0: Oh my God. And I was like, (laughs) we cannot have two Januaries in a row with people with broken wrists.
1: Yeah, one year ago we went disco roller skating and Ross fell and just snapped that radial dick pig.
0: Almost, (laughs) Almost exactly a year ago. Yeah. I believe it was January 18th, a cold winter's night. Uh,
1: Check out the who, who.cares.pod Instagram yes. for a fun video recap when of, of I the moment.
0: was still posting. So, and mm. I'm going to get back to that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to get back to my social media responsibilities. Is that a
1: 2020 goal?
0: That is a 2020 goal.
1: You know what? I'm on day, if I do it tomorrow morning. It'll be day four of doing my morning pages before I do anything else.
0: Congratulations. Like I
1: wake up in bed and I'm like, I can look at my phone for an hour in yeah. the dark. Yeah. Or I can go out and sit at the dining room table and write my morning pages.
0: I bet that's nice.
1: It's so nice. And yeah. this morning, the light coming in Ugh. from outside was this weird golden 730 a.m. light. And Peggy was in her cage peaceful. You were in your cage peaceful. <laughs> And I had the dining room table all quiet to myself. It was so nice.
0: Oh, ooh. It was
1: so nice to do that before I start looking at my phone. I start making coffee. And I'm like, well, if I'm making coffee, I might as well make food. It's like just bang out the three pages. It takes 17 minutes. Yeah. Just do it. And then today, since it's a Sunday, I went back into bed after I did it. Way to go. So I'm hoping that takes as like a routine.
0: But also one day at a time yeah, yeah you know yeah. no press right yeah a little bit of pressure.
1: you know i just if if i'm gonna make all this work i've gotta really start treating this like my profession you know
0: what do you mean
1: like make the most of all the moments like i really
0: what are you saying treat this like your profession
1: like my career takes so much effort Mm-hmm. that I can be smarter about how I aim my energy because like okay. they're, like I'm just saying that in the morning I literally will waste a full hour of time dicking around on my phone sure
0: all of us do and it's we're like, all nightmares
1: why not take that hour and dick around in my notebook
0: I agree with that but also let's not like jump to like if I want this to be my career I better start taking it seriously because that's an absurd statement
1: Because you think I'm already taking it seriously. And it's already
0: your career. Yeah. Like, it's your career and you spend a lot of time on it. So just because you're like the rest of humanity dicking around on your phone for an hour, which is, like, not ideal for any of us, doesn't mean that, like, you're not taking your career seriously. Okay. All right.
1: Well, I'm not trying to over-criticize myself. That's
0: why I'm calling you out.
1: I'm just trying to... I'm That's just why trying. I'm calling I'm just trying. you out. Let me try.
0: Um, this is apropos of nothing, but uh, a friend recently told me, uh, him and his boyfriend have started opening up things,
1: wow, as it were, sexual.
0: And he likes to check in with me from time to time about it, and uh, I, you know, Do I, I know just, them,
1: and have we talked about this yet?
0: I talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, And I just share what I can of my own experience, you know, and hope what, what worked for us and rough patches we've been through. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is a very smart person. So I take his, um, I take his opinions very close to heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he said that we should be running some sort of, um, poly couples counseling service mm. or advice situation. And I said, I'd love that. As you know, the yeah. doctor is always in. Yeah. Uh, practicing therapist unlicensed.
1: Yes. We've got the shingle hanging off the front so, of our building. I'm
0: like, how does she do it? You know, like how yeah. does she get the Dan Savage job of no credentials, but people want to know. When
1: you say she, do you mean we?
0: It could mean us, yeah. Because
1: wasn't he saying that we should be... Yeah,
0: but he's always coming to me as <laughs> Well, he's your better friend. <laughs> yes. All right,
1: you don't want me in your business no, of course, model. of I course, get it.
0: of course, But I'm just, I'm going off of the the idea that I'm um, I'm an unlicensed professional Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have no interest in getting a license or going back to school. Mm-hmm. It's just my je ne sais quoi, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just putting it out there. If anyone's interested in my experience, my thoughts, my unsolicited advice
1: for you and your lover.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't have to be poly specific, but you know that we're a couple of slut bags. We have a lot of, um, We have a lot of experiences to offer about communication and and navigation.
1: I think a two pronged approach from our perspective, uh, just sharing our own perspective, not telling people to do it the way we did it, but saying what worked for us could help a lot of people because we actually approach things so differently.
0: Yes. Agreed. I was just talking about that with, um, somebody I ran into today on the street after a 12 step meeting. Oh, and, um, what was I sharing about? Who'd you oh, bump into? One of, um, one of my old friends from early days, June.
1: Wow. wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Cute. And, uh, she knows all these 12-step rooms, you know? And so I was kind of bitching and moaning about some stuff. And then I said how you had dragged me to that recovery summer camp. hmm And I was sort of getting into like the different dynamics. And she was sort of like, I mean, Patrick likes that sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, he likes, you know, surface level bonding (laughs) community type stuff. Uh,
1: I love (laughs) icebreakers. I love a name game. I love a zip zap zap.
0: But I was like, but that's why him and I work because like I got to be pulled out of my everything is bullshit i'm a judgy nightmare and And, he
1: is a corny fuckface. and he
0: needs to be reminded that some things are fucking terrible and people sometimes really suck so like we're there to just kind of balance it out a little Mm. bit for each other do you see it that way or no
1: (laughs) yeah i think kind of uh something you said on the podcast either last week or the week before is that i did a good job this year of cutting out some toxic people from my life and
0: except for me i'm still here
1: oh yeah baby <laughs> in fact y- you are fully my life you are carrying <laughs> my future child we
0: need another human together
1: yeah uh and yeah you're a little bit more cutthroat about those seeing those kinds of things for what they are and kind of trusting your gut and um i'm like Way more forgiving of other people And I'm like yeah but I love all these things About the person
0: But yeah I forgiving but also like Open to the positives And able to like Have the negatives kind of go up On the shelf whereas I'm like I don't know what you're Seeing that's positive about this Mm Because all I'm seeing is Red flags like jamming me In my eye sockets
1: But we'll have to talk about this offline I was reflecting about one of my (laughs) Closer college relationships. And I was like, oh, yeah, they were like the first of, well, maybe not the first, but like they were the same thing that I repeated until this past year or two or whatever. Uh, I'll tell you about it later. (laughs) Anyway. I'm making
0: faces, listeners. Like, I don't follow.
1: (laughs) Anyway, the point is that I think let's say a couple was like we are opening up we can't figure out how to navigate it uh he like he he wants he wants me to do this or that and i want to do this or that we're not quite agreeing we could be like oh well we we went through this we this is what it was like for us and patrick is handles these things this way and this is how we accommodate each other uh I would pay for that. I, w- I would pay for what we do with our couples therapist now. Yeah. I would love to pay about 25% of how much money we pay her mm. to someone else just to have a space to go talk out the things we talk out. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's
0: tricky, though, because if I've had friends in the past... I'm thinking of one person in particular who was like telling me about the therapist, quote unquote, they were going to see. And I kind of started asking questions about like what their practice was like and, you know, what their certifications were and stuff. And it turned out this person was like not a licensed therapist at all. They were some fucking like manipulative man who was like really had his hooks in this pretty naive person I used to work with. And I was like, you got to get away from this person. <laughs> like they didn't go to school. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So that's why I think like the advice column mm. thing comes in because then it's like you can you can get away with cuz like somebody is seeking your advice and they know that you're not a trained professional. Yeah. But I mean, I've got a lot of experience.
1: So you're not looking to meet clients.
0: No, <laughs> no. but would it be nice if we had advertisements that paid us for some advice episodes? Like, not if we became a full advice podcast, but like mm-hmm. if we got our money because people just wanted to hear. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is turning into a business meeting, but...
1: You who guys, gives a shit? You
0: guys get it.
1: That's the nature of this show. It's who cares about Ross and Patrick. We are very much self-involved and <laughs> yes. care about ourselves a lot. But who else does?
0: Uh, you know who does? Friend of the show, Dolores, who mm. was one of our first interviews and part of our video series. Yes. Part
1: of the TV show. Who cares?
0: Um, the YouTube show, the boop, doop, uh, and I was talking with texting with her today and she wrote me such a lovely text about what her kids have done for her and how much they've changed her life and all these this myriad of ways and uh, that she was just so excited for us. And Aww. it was really it, it was really nice. Like I really her
1: kids are amazing and she's such a cool mom
0: and she's fucking like been Through it, Mm -hmm. like while having two children and she, they're like the lights of her life and they give her so much perspective. And she was just like, I just feel significantly so less selfish than I ever did before. And like, I want to work harder because I want to see my kids want to work hard and like succeed in things. So it like motivates me to show them like, this is how you do it. Yeah. And yeah, it was just a really lovely batch of texts she sent that yeah. I was like, yeah, this is, this is what ex- is exciting about having a child. Yeah. You know, it's not like I want to vicariously live through this kid or it's like, it's a mini me. It's like you get to have a very, from what it sounds like human experience that is uh pretty unknown and in, in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Does that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: it is the real deal circle of life. Uh in its most concentrated form.
0: Which I think can happen with pets and other loved ones, like family members and adopted children, adopted family. Like I think those a things niece or a nephew. Yeah, I think those things can happen. beyond somebody biological children. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh but obviously as we are getting closer and closer to the end of this pregnancy, uh, you know, new reflections are coming into play.
1: Yeah. Tonight, I walked Peggy while you were at acupuncture, and I walked her over to where you were getting your treatments. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, Peggy, we're going to surprise mom. It's going to be like a fun thing. You're going <laughs> to love this. She's going to love us. <laughs> and I was loitering outside this place for like an hour because I didn't know I what so bad. time your thing was. No, I was fine. I was like texting and reading the news and okay. Uh, just kind of zoning out quite a bit. Um, but these three women either came from the building because there's like a yoga studio in yeah. there. There's some other studio. There's like whatever. There's a few things going on in this place. These it's three like a women, classic
0: Bushwick warehouse with lots of businesses.
1: Yeah, and this these three women and then like a random guy all came out looking cool and hip, hip and like artsy. Hip hip, hip hip, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> <They're>, <laughs>
0: Serving classic hip hop. They're
1: dancing down the street. <laughs> there was a brass band behind them. <laughs> they got the high school marching band.
0: Next thing you know, I'm in New Orleans. It's it's the uh, end of it's New our Orleans.
1: It's our mist this Day, and we're all celebrating in the streets. There's confetti and wow. people are saying, "Oh, well, was
0: an acupuncture." Yeah, yeah wow.
1: I'm surprised I didn't disrupt your peace. Yeah. Um, uh, no, but one of the, and one, they all saw Peggy and fell in love immediately. Aww. And that happens a lot, you know, I don't want to make a big thing of it, but it happens <laughs> a lot. And I always play it cool. Cause I don't want to be like the guy who's gushing too much. Like, yeah, I know. Right. Isn't she like amazing? So I just, <laughs> I'm like, whatever. But one of them has a, like a probably 10 month old strapped to her chest mm. and he, uh, she's like, he loves dogs and uh, she came over and I was like, be careful. She might jump, whatever. And she's like, oh, he's he just loves looking at them. And uh, oh. what what is how old are they? Is that a puppy? And we get into that conversation. Yeah. Uh, and then I was just like observing them all walk off for the rest of their night. One of them's unlocking a bike off the thing. And they're all young. And they look our age or younger. And um, it seemed pretty seamless, like mm. that this kid was. Involved in this evening yeah. I'm sure there were a lot of like Hiccups and like annoying things That sure. th- she had to do to Get the kid Bjorn, baby Bjorn <laughs> Ready for the evening <laughs> But I like that th- there was like This vibe of casualness yeah. And it was like a good hang And like the baby was like Very very happy Aww. Uh, And it was just like a sweet like Like it looked like just a group of friends Out and about yeah. and, uh, and you know today's the weird day Where it's like June in January. So uh, April, May. Yeah. (laughs) So like there was that vibe and energy everywhere today in Brooklyn. Uh, So I don't know. It just got me thinking like, yeah, we're going to, we're just like going to have a fourth member of the family to like drag around to stuff.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, I've also been reading, um the controversial book bringing up bebe bringing up bebe bringing up uh, bebe, bebe. <laughs> uh which has its pros and cons but it's uh it's like a book that at least new york women love recommending that you read when you're pregnant uh and it's an american journalist who moved to paris and and uh was raising her child there and was kind of struggling to find like, she felt like she just couldn't get to where these French parents were. Like, why were French kids so different? They Mm. seems, they just seemed better (laughs) than like any English speaking children. Cause they kind of talk about American kids and British kids, uh, simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Um, I, there's some problems with it already. I find, uh, most, Of which is like only addressing women and mothers in the, in the book.
1: Like it's not for me.
0: Occasionally parents or guardians are dropped in, but it's like, I would say 80 to 90% of it is just addressed to mothers. Mm. Um, which is, like, a lot of pressure. <laughs> uh, but it's also, like, so many studies have been conducted on children only by looking at the mother-child relationship, mm-hmm. too, and she's, like, citing a lot of studies. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, a lot of it is about, like, living your life how you normally would. And and the French, like, really believe in uh, teaching your child how to deal with frustration. Yeah. Like, that by teaching them to pause and that they're not going to like get what they want instantaneously. And they have to like respect their parents, like not being able to like give them their every commit to their every whim, uh, is just providing a good life for their child yeah. so that they understand that they're not the only person in the world.
1: Yeah. Like healthy deprivation.
0: <laughs> yes. They, they talk about frustration specifically. Mm. Like they keep talking about how like, like, teaching your child frustration from infancy, which is done through like not rescuing your kid every time it cries when it's like trying to sleep. It's, I mean, I agree with it. I think it's like cool, but it is also, it's interesting just like what a psych like a psychosocial thing it is because it's like the French have been socialized to be this way. So then it's just like, not a problem for them to just, mm-hmm. but for us, it's like, we would really be fighting against like so much of what we've been taught. Like yeah. we would have to unlearn things that we're trying to teach Yeah. so that we could teach something different to our child, which I think is possible in, in ways, yeah. you know? Uh, but it's making me think a lot just about yeah. our own childhood and all the different methods and, I don't know. It's it's interesting. You should probably read it after I'm I'm done.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I'm just excited for all the opinions we're going to get to <laughs> learn know. from different people.
0: I know. It's so crazy. I mean, there's like some oppressive things, especially when it comes to like women and diet and and food over there. Uh but not any more than it is here, you know? Like it's just they just it seems like they have a lot less different theories like coming at them at every fucking angle. Whereas like there's like a book for this. There's a book for this. This new theory came out on this and they just don't have that in the same way. Because
1: yeah, they have poetry and art. <laughs> yes, They have like intellectual things they're interested in. Our culture is so obsessed with self-help and.
0: Well, and the next thing, it's
1: like, yeah. what's the next thing? Yeah, like Atkins diet is out now. We're doing uh, keto, keto, which I
0: don't even know what that is, honestly.
1: It's tricking your bloodstream and your uh, your pancreas into a diabetes response. <laughs> oh,
0: god, it, it has
1: something <laughs> to do with that. It's like,
0: well, in 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 France, it's like. It's very idyllic sounding, right? And it's also coming from the perspective of an American woman who's like, oh my God, the French. Yeah. <laughs> like they've got it figured out, which I can understand that to a certain extent. Sp- spending so much time working there, you know. Yes. I I'm, I love Paris. I love to work. Yes, there. twice
1: twice a calendar year, <laughs> I'm going to France. It's a seasonal. It's a,
0: yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I work in the fashion industry. I get an Airbnb. So.
1: Uh, it's you know shooting around the clock. It's very glamorous. My back hurts. I slip a disc every time. <laughs> Hence uh, the acupuncture mm-hmm. I was getting today. But um, I did fuck a Frenchman. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh Oh secrets. Wow. That the was European
1: the, secrets. That was my
0: first uh what are what are you Dalian call- Dalliance That was my first Dalian No, you were in
1: France. It was a rendezvous. D'oh.
0: We, oui, uh, oui. you also
1: did not have permission for it, but,
0: but you didn't either. Wow. So
1: we were really meeting
0: tete a tete, as oh, wow. they say, head to head. Now uh, we
1: always get permission.
0: That's right. That's yes. That was a,
1: uh, is your date this week with your boyfriend or a new person? Boyfriend. Okay.
0: <laughs> I, d- I can't.
1: <laughs> Quick sidetrack.
0: I can't be,
1: you know, I deleted the apps off my phone.
0: Yeah, me too. I think we did around the same time. All right. Yeah. I haven't. It's been ages. Just honestly. getting
1: current. <laughs> I'm currently in love with my work. So.
0: Oh, not your wife and your dog.
1: I'm in love most with you two. And if you want to know who's first, we can talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> and then my. No. Sobriety first. First.
0: Oh, you, this is the thing.
1: Here's the thing. You want you
0: absolutely...
1: Wanna, you gotta keep your sobriety first.
0: Because guess what?
1: Anything you put before that, first thing you're gonna lose.
0: First thing you're gonna
1: lose. Now put your ass in the chair. <laughs> take the cotton out of your ears.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Deep throat it in your <laughs> mouth.
0: You're gonna want to...
1: I want <coughs> you sucking down cotton balls... Sorry, sucking down cotton balls like you're deep throating the cock of sobriety
0: that's right that we hear that all the time in the rooms. although
1: i did like we saw a speaker at another 12-step meeting yesterday
0: we're in it it was date night
1: (laughs) and he said now i i got sober by asmosis just putting my ass in that seat I got sober by ass most. Usually,
0: I hate that shit, but this was a cult leader I could
1: really get behind. Great. He was great. He was great. By the way, we're just joshing about this. <laughs> are you guys saying like if if, if like, you're out there listening, you're like, why are they even talking about? You mean this? like
0: hardcore recovery people? Why are they
1: even going down this road? Don't they know the traditions?
0: vengeance <laughs> Serving Kyle Mooney. Uh, You can't talk about that. (laughs) That's tradition seven. (gasps) Uh, If you know, you know, okay?
1: Listen, that is a reference to another comedic (laughs) genius. Uh, It's not my character, but check out the YouTube video Sports by Uh, Kyle Mooney.
0: It's a deep cut and it is amazing. And it has
1: yielded one of our pet names for each other.
0: (laughs) We literally have been calling each other Benjels ever since our eyes lay upon this sketch. No,
1: when did Benjels start for real? Probably like two years ago. I don't yeah. think it was more than two years. Anyway, so
0: we Josh, we Josh, we <clears throat> Josh about recovery uh, because that's that's our recovery. Yes, okay? we have to grain of salt a little bit and uh But back to French
1: people. (laughs) And just one last disclaimer, we are not representatives of any of these programs. I don't think we've even mentioned of any of them specifically. No, we Uh, might have
0: slipped a couple times, but I think for the most part we keep it.
1: Yeah. As anonymous as non-anonymous people can. If you have a problem and you think you want to investigate it, check one out for yourself sometime. You'll, you know, we're not in charge.
0: Anyway, and neither is anybody else, just so you guys know. It's anarchy. It's actually just run. It's a self-governing thing. So, and if anybody tells you there's rules, they're lying. It's a program of suggestion. Anyway, uh, the French. So, it's an interesting read, bringing up Bebe. I, I was talking about it with a co-worker once, this British guy who has probably had his second child now. The, uh, his wife was due last month. Peter? No. A random guy that I've I've worked with like a couple times. Really nice guy. But I brought up bringing up baby, and he goes, bringing up baby is garbage. Don't read that. <laughs> like he, I struck a nerve. Like yeah. he was like pissed. Yeah. He thought it was trash and it was pretentious. And like, how dare you like tell me how to like, had this like perfect little patient child. (laughs) So I can, I can understand that frustration. Certainly as somebody who doesn't have a child yet, like this, whatever we attempt to do will be done imperfectly. Yeah. Which I guess is why the, the psychosocial part of it is so interesting to me because I think it just comes so naturally to them because it's ingrained in their culture. Like, there's this whole thing about like feeding times. Because nationally, it is like fairly common that everyone eats at 8 AM.
1: 8, 12, 4, noon. And
0: eight. Yes. How do you know that?
1: We talked about it. You oh, told I told me. you those times? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm a genius, Ben uh, just-
0: But the 4 PM is a snack that is usually only for children. Adults do not snack.
1: They go from 12 to 8? Yes. That's too much tuna. It's crazy. That's not enough tuna.
0: But they also have three course meals typically.
1: Because I'm snacking.
0: Because they're doing salad main course dessert.
1: What hour do they do zebra cakes? <laughs> oh my
0: God. But there's also like, they're talking about how... uh like French people often bake every weekend. And so like kids learn to bake on the weekends and they become really skilled at it and becomes this like project that like the woman's kind of just uh, describing this like four year old is just like baking her own cupcakes and like not really being hovered over by the Mm -hmm. mom. And like she's saying that would have never even occurred to her to Mm -hmm. just like let her kid bake like by herself, you know? Uh, So just like, it seems like interesting, simple habits, but that are um, truly not ingrained in our present culture. So yeah, (laughs) it's interesting. Uh, It's given me a lot to think about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I don't know, there's so many different personality types. Like if you think of how different our personalities are. Yeah. And now this third person is going to have their own personality like there's not going to be any one book that can like no make it all sn- click together but like, that's
0: also interesting too though because they address the fact that americans often say like oh that's just their personality and french people just like don't see it like that yeah. like they're not like yes everyone has their own personality but like these things that they're discussing have nothing to do with whether or not you have a certain kind of personality yeah, yeah. like these are just
1: routines routines and yeah.
0: and systems and rhythms like they yeah. talk a lot about rhythms
1: it's the rhythm of the night yeah oh, oh and they're
0: like oh, there's a line i'll have to read you i can't remember it right now but it it was like something about like like babies need to uh, like respect that you have a life also yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> it's
0: Amazing. I almost
1: caught myself saying that to someone today <laughs> about their dog. Oh. Cuz I I like I I ha- recorded a podcast at another comics apartment today and he has this gorgeous little cockapoo.
0: A little cockapoo. And
1: me and the dog bonded. It was very sweet. His co-hosts were 50 minutes late. Oh god. Comedy people Don't get and me the started. podcasts. Like if you tell me noon, I'm going to be there. At 11:30, and I'm okay? killing
0: time in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing laps around. You should get a Fitbit just for that reason. I'm
1: checking out <laughs> your rock climbing gym. I'm checking out any new construction that might you be going get on. get
0: your steps in. I'm
1: triple checking the parking signs <laughs> and laws in the neighborhood. No, the truth mentally is mentally ill person. Or I'm finishing off. The podcast about the Black Dahlia murder.
0: Again, mentally ill.
1: Uh, no, I only got there five minutes early, to be honest. Wow. That is so true. late. That is so the late. truth. No, I, I was right on time. And because uh, I'm buzzing, late. I'm buzzing at noon sharp because we, <laughs> we, when we book somebody, we don't want you here at 1155. That's true. We want you here buzzing at noon. I'm
0: buzzing at noon sharp. Okay.
1: So anyway, I got fucking an hour with this new dog. And, uh, of course I'm going on and on about Peggy and how we've had this dog since May and we're comparing notes and, you know, just doing dad stuff. Sure. And I'm observing his way with his dog and the way, and a few times he said, all right, he's calm. So I'm just going to like sit here and like not move. (laughs)
0: oh shit
1: and i wanted to be like
0: like no no
1: you have to like get the dog to a place where you're just doing what you want to do and they bend to your rules
0: yeah no Uh, did you let him know he's doing it all wrong no i didn't every time i got the
1: (laughs) urge i bit my tongue i did i did share with him about like how we uh make her do her push-ups for food you gave Uh,
0: him unsolicited experience strength and hope
1: yeah, like,
0: <laughs> no, I'm not telling you what to do, yeah. but what
1: I do—that's
0: one of my favorite moves.
1: <laughs> well, no, I was just saying, like, when we feed her, she's got to do some stuff. Yeah, you know? like, well,
0: also crating her, like, when we're like, we need a break, we're eating, whatever, crate the bitch. Yeah. and I feel like people really are like, they think the crate of—they think of it as a punishment or something they need to grow out of, and it's like, <laughs> she don't. She gone. She gone. she go. She she gonna go in that crate for the rest of her sweet little life whenever she needs to.
1: Yeah, and same in the morning. Like I'm loving getting up, making the coffee, doing yeah. my writing, bopping around the kitchen. And she's still in there not making a sound. And I think she just wants she likes to know it. we're alive. Yeah. Because she yelps in the morning. So yeah. we'll come out and check it's on it. It's gotten her. better though, yeah. which is
0: so interesting. Because there's a lot of that discussion in bringing up Bebe. <laughs> yeah. It was like you get them maybe into a bad habit. If like we were rescue. we were we were sleeping with
1: We were letting Peggy her in the bed
0: when we were in Maine and she kind of started like regressing a little bit, but now it's like a week later and she's like staying in the crate for the full night. Yeah. You know?
1: And in fact last night we came in from date night and she was voluntarily <gasps> cuddled up in, oh. in her crate.
0: It was so cute. (laughs) So basically, what we're saying is: kid, dog, it's all the same. It's all the same. We're professionals. We know exactly what we're doing. In fact, I'm not worried about it. No,
1: a child is less complicated. (laughs) A dog is eating things off the street. A dog has four feet. (laughs) A dog. Doesn't speak English ever. They're never going to learn the language. Never. So you're speaking a lot of sign language. You learn to speak dog. Yeah. Actually, you do learn sign language. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Actually, skip the polyamory coaching. We are now parent coaches. We're doing
0: both. Yes. We're doing. We're a a multi-level
1: marketing scheme
0: marketing company. This is a
1: Ponzi. (laughs) We are a Ponzi therapy group. Hello, Ponzi therapy group. I'm <laughs> director call. It's like hi, Ponzi polyamory. How many director? It's call. like so
0: obvious that nobody like knows what we're doing. Yeah, we're hoodwinking. <sighs> well, uh, no good segue. The Bachelor. Yep,
1: yeah, Peter. Bad hair, Peter. Got, got little, some decent hair,
0: little boy Peter, little boy in the I'm face, a real boy. Yes, very Pinocchio
1: Peter, who has had sex four times. Oh God, it was so awkward. Oh, uh, so many running gags that are now.
0: Like, one might ask, how are you still watching this show? And
1: we have relapsed on drugs and alcohol. <laughs> no. We are taking so much no. Vicodin. Uh,
0: no, 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 but you know. Times are tough, okay?
1: On TV land.
0: In life, in this country, in this world.
1: This is a salve.
0: Times are tough, okay? I watch my MSNBC. I listen to my NPR. I listen to my fucking Times, the Times podcast.
1: I'm checking the Democratic polls. Yes,
0: I'm watching Venice sink. Like, I'm doing doing all the checking. Mm Mm-hmm. So sometimes mama need to check out. Yeah. Okay. She,
1: she che- checks in and then she needs to check yes. out.
0: Yes. And as I've already proven to all of you, and I too mean all of you, many times before, The Bachelor is a cult documentary. And what do mm-hmm. I love? Cults. Oh,
1: she loves a cult.
0: Uh, But, you know, it's very white. It's very young. It's very beauty pageant. I feel like we've really lost. It's
1: drag. There is dra- a drag oh, element oh. to it.
0: Oh, 100%. It's like
1: who, whose dress company is this? Well, what they're is doing
0: this? beauty pageant drag. Like if they weren't even, yeah. if they were never in a beauty pageant, like this is the beauty pageant.
1: You know, what's too bad is that these girls, maybe some of them, some of them are legitimately very funny and intelligent, but I feel like they all. Which
0: ones? Name them. <laughs> um,
1: the shark. Remember shark girl we loved?
0: Alexis.
1: She wasn't intelligent, but she was hysterical. Yes. Uh, there've been lots of, come on, there've been lots of, I was a
0: handful. Uh,
1: I feel like they should all know, like once they, the moment they get cast, go take an improv class. Yeah. So that when that idea does come up to make the joke about, oh, he had sex with what's her face four times in a windmill they can then build on the bit instead of all making the same joke
0: yeah but they that's that's not what it's about for them yeah but
1: it'll help even in just conversation but they
0: don't know that they don't get it
1: all right
0: hey, i anyway. agree but like that's not what it's about for them they're like fucking 23 year old morons
1: yeah they are so young they're
0: so young they have no business talking about marriage at all uh but And it's gotten progressively younger, more Southern. Actually, the cast this season is fairly diverse, but it's still just like so young and immature. Uh, There's like one girl on there who I don't know what she's doing there, how she got in. She's like a natural beauty. She is black or multiracial and has like beautiful natural hair Like her nose is pierced. I think she was wearing glasses at one point. She had like a head wrap when she came in. I'm like, you got on the wrong bus. Mm,
1: (laughs) mm -hmm. What are you doing
0: here? You don't want to be with Peter. Yeah. What the fuck? She's a waxer. I'm like, go back to your waxing business and like find like an interesting stud in your neighborhood because this is not, this is not it. Yeah. It's like jarring seeing like a real person there.
1: I think it's strange that they're all between 23 and 29, pretty much. Not even
0: 29. I feel like most of them are like, like 27 is like old. But there then right you now. get,
1: then you get like three or four of them who straight up look like, 50 years old.
0: But they're supposedly like 26.
1: Because they're in this drag makeup. <laughs> yes. They're just like in such heavy foundation. Thank and you,
0: Kardashians.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, am I, is this one of my favorite porn stars? or what <laughs> like, What is this look? All
0: the contour. My yeah. God. All the unnecessary contour. Uh, but we've got Peter and we've also got Peter's parents uh. who could not be happier to be there. Oh yeah. They're renewing vows. Mm -hmm. They're (laughs) they're
1: like I have a theory that they are a part of the swinger community in Southern California. (laughs) Daddy's got a mustache. Mama got them highlights. Yeah. You know, they just like to oil up the neighbors every now and again. She's showing a
0: cold shoulder whenever possible. Peter
1: driving around with condoms in his center console. (laughs) He learned it from somewhere. They're a very
0: sex positive family from what it seems like.
1: Yeah. But they love the Bible and the good book.
0: They do love the good book from what it seems like. and then Which also- is
1: bringing up bebe.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That mother. I really am obsessed with the mother. She's so crazy. She loves being on television. You can just tell.
1: Does she do the thing in the back of her haircut where she, like, spikes up the hair? With- no,
0: no, no. She has long hair.
1: Okay. I can't really remember. No, her. she has
0: long hair. But she... Um-
1: because, let's be honest, three hours for these shows oh my god it's like sensory overload
0: it's it's too much well the only way you can do it is half watching yeah you know yeah you we're can't like
1: we're like mindlessly scrolling. zoning scrolling <laughs> on our phones and occasionally <laughs> looking at the screen
0: and then like weighing in i'm like did you fucking see that <laughs> did you fucking hear that <laughs> it's like that yeah and then i'm like back to scrolling
1: and then when we watch on hulu with no commercials it's like two and a quarter hours and it's just (laughs) a relentless fucking barrage of imagery and fucking drone shots of the roof of that man that that that, that has had what like a dozen seasons of this show on it
0: oh way more than that i think we're in the 20s
1: what else goes on in that man like does abc just they're just constantly
0: shooting in there
1: and what like what is going on in the carpeting in that place? Ugh. And like what what kind of nooks well, and crannies? Well, I really
0: don't think there's that much time in between each season. So all they're doing is like, cleaning it like yeah. refurnishing like a spackle here a that, fucking recarpet that is, there
1: that's a behind the scenes documentary i would love to watch
0: they'll never let just, you just
1: just just the house like <laughs> how are they doing you want
0: the hgtv of the bachelor mansion i want to
1: know if there's a control room in the basement how's the place wired how yeah, many where is the control how room? many cameras are there i remember working on growing up Gotti, and we just used a room in their basement to like have all our monitors and stuff, but it was not an actual control room. It was just like we had screens where we could see what the cameras were doing. Yeah. Uh, But there wasn't like a switcher and a director, but we would sit there and just like write down what was happening based on the screens. Mm. And there's like, yeah, there was no
0: like talking to somebody like. There was
1: some of that. There's a lot of radioing. Uh, I'm
0: touching my headphones like I'm communicating.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or keeping your note. Everybody
0: or never finding your note to begin with.
1: Everybody, I love how you get
0: louder to try to find it. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you are a watcher of this terrible show, mm. along with us, Hannah B.
1: Backstreet's back. All right, she's
0: desperate and she's back. She's she went from bachelor, bachelor. To becoming the Bachelorette, dancing with the stars, now she's made her way back to Bachelor. To
1: cry on TV, some alligator what tears. What
0: a nightmare. Through her
1: eye makeup, down her cheeks. It's she like,
0: needs to go to an ashram and just fucking be away from everything.
1: Or go to the Golf Channel and host a show. Oh, or like, she'd be
0: perfect. Or the
1: gaming network. Yes. Or some some network. Yes. Get a hosting job. If yeah. you want to be on TV, get like a work a day job yep. as a TV personality. Get good at it. And then take Chris Harrison's job in like six years.
0: Oh, he's a robot and he's never going anywhere.
1: I think he will. I think they've been grooming different people like Wells, I think, is an option to replace Chris.
0: No way. Yeah. Nah. Uh,
1: yeah. Go either. Yes. Go find yourself spiritually and religiously at an ashram kitchen or <laughs> go to the golf channel but stay off the bachelor. Oh
0: my god. You look so sad and it's pathetic. So sad. Like
1: you rejected Peter.
0: But like I think she might I think she might be on the show.
1: Cuz he's a, he he needs to read his bible more.
0: <laughs> Is that what it comes back to?
1: He needs to know his worth.
0: If it involves seeing her fucking silver-haired, flat-ironed Father again, remember her dad? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, he's a ponytail with, with that. Guy, fuck, right?
0: No, not a ponytail, a middle part, flat ironed blowout. Like
1: Crosby still's there Yes, yeah.
0: very, very that. So, give me him, give me him. You
1: just want a cult leader in any form, you can and get Peter's
0: it. mom together. <laughs> I'm in, yeah, I am in. Uh, I'm trying to think what other highlights there were that were like absurd. I mean, it was the same old, same old, but what jazzed it up a bit was that there was somebody from the past who yeah. fucked up that was then like messing it up for and everybody. All
1: the, all the gals are freaking out for, about it.
0: Freaking out. Actually, that one clip of that one girl letting out a blood curdling scream oh, they yeah. kept reshowing yeah. was really. <laughs> 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 uh, so get ready for the journey.
1: Are you going to watch live tomorrow night? Probably. Because I don't think I can join you. Probably. I'm going to do some gigs.
0: Oh, you got gigs.
1: I got some open mics I want to do.
0: Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, because last week you weren't always oh, after the moving job.
1: Oh, God, I broke my wrist, you guys. He
0: didn't break it, but he did sprain it.
1: I can't do manual labor. <laughs> Not going to die. Oh,
0: yeah, remember last Sunday when you were, like, so exhausted? Because that was day one of two days of moving. Well,
1: we recorded on Monday. No. Oh, did we record on Sunday and then I didn't put it up until Monday? Correct. Yes, yes, yes. But
0: you were like, but I feel good. Oh, I just love
1: using my body. I like using my body. I feel like a man. I'm making cash money. Government ain't going to take it.
0: And then you were like, I think I hurt my arm. Oh, I need a splint. Can I wear your Mueller?
1: (laughs) Wearing a fucking Mueller wrist guard that belongs to my wife.
0: Do you need to start wearing something, though?
1: It actually I meant to say it hurts right now. Yeah. But today it feels much better than it did yesterday.
0: Okay. What did the doctor say? Does she think you should not be moving it? Like she should said you be wearing she, a splint of some kind? She
1: said I should get something from CVS to support it.
0: Can you do that tomorrow, please?
1: I got gigs. Um <laughs> you fucking. But I got an x ray. I H. got an x ray because I was like, this pain. I'm like, is did I break my ulna? It looked like maybe I broke the ulna head oh no I don't think that's what it's called but uh that's like a common spot to crack it Mm -hmm. and I was like this pain it could be broken uh x-ray this radiologist this girl this girl was my girl (laughs) because remember with yours we had to kind of intuit based on his reaction
0: yeah but which was also like inappropriate and then he also was like should not have been see, looking at another person's x-ray we, while we were sitting there. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, I did mine. They took the pictures and then I stood up and there was a computer screen and I was like, oh, that's. And she's like, yeah, that's you right there. And I was like, I don't see anything. She's like, nope, definitely not broken. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I left feeling confident that I didn't have a broken wrist. And I almost said to my doctor on the text message app that we use to communicate with one medical, Mm -hmm. one medical sponsor of Who Cares About Ross (laughs) and Patrick. They provide not money, but they give us free Valtrex throughout the month. (laughs) Um, We're going to need it. I texted her and said, uh, I said, I saw the screen. It didn't look broken to me. I almost said the radiologist agreed. But then I realized I can't be telling her that her co-worker is breaking HIPAA laws.
0: Well, it's probably not her co-worker either because it was at the hospital, right?
1: Yeah, it's such a bureaucracy. There's so many levels.
0: Don't get us started. Speaking of which,
1: what do you think of Meg and Harry just ditching the royal family?
0: Oh, I like it. Me too. Yeah, it's good.
1: Some comic I know, I wish I could remember who said it on Facebook, said, if you don't understand why they're doing this, then you haven't watched the show Succession which makes Mm. sense to me because I love the show Succession. And yeah, it seems like a nightmare to be a part of any dynasty. Well,
0: but it's also watching The Crown. They've been making The Crown for the past three seasons literally about the family. Yeah. And so many members of the family have gone through this. They didn't succeed in separating from it, but they like hate the position that they're in and like want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Including Prince Charles as Uh a young man like really fucking struggled with like what was being expected of him and thought that the queen mum was awfully cold. Oh. So it's an, it's an interesting time that they're doing it. Cause I feel like even like as Americans and we don't typically care or pay that much attention to it. We've all been watching the crown on Netflix. So we're yeah. like engaged in this discussion, I think in like a different, yeah. in a different way. But I do also love that like an American Multiracial woman came over and was like, We done with this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, this is a racket. We out.
1: Yeah. And is it, is it I, somebody, there's another headline I read that said, For black Britons, uh, black Britons know why Meghan wants to mm. leave. Which I assume, I didn't read the article. I assume it's about racism or. Sure. Uh,
0: well, uh, the fucking papers there have been. Terrible to her Mm. like they've been like ripping her to shreds they've been going to whatever trashy family member she has that she's not even close with and they've been like leaking all this like bullshit information uh Uh, like they've been really terrible to her and a lot of it has been like race driven yeah so they out way to go harry yeah let's do the damn thing start a
1: new life start a new life man open a coffee shop in (laughs) Bushwick. can you
0: imagine That would be perfect Yeah Actually
1: They have babies right?
0: They just had their first
1: Maybe they'll go to the same school as our baby
0: I was I was thinking some real yuppie shit today Thinking about I saw a gaggle of kids in Williamsburg That clearly go to some sort of French school in Williamsburg And so it was all French teachers like speaking to these little kids in French So now that i have been reading Bring a Baby I was like maybe we have to put our kid in a French school mm. to like really help some of these habits for
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, can you imagine if we we're like our, our daughter is just like oh, our neighborhood, mama,
1: papa. <laughs> our neighborhood literally has more Spanish speakers than English speakers. And we're like, Oh, she goes to French school. Yeah.
0: She goes to French school in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. You so much.
1: <laughs> Why were you in Williamsburg?
0: This was like, I don't know, a month ago or oh, something. Oh, I thought you said today. I might have.
1: <laughs> you might have been in Williamsburg? No,
0: I might have said that, oh. but I was not in Williamsburg today.
1: Un, tell me where you've been. Where have you been? Why didn't you return my text? Because you were getting acupuncture. So I was
0: getting little needles put into my neck and my shoulders. Uh, Well, I think I think that's a wrap. We've covered a lot. We're getting tired.
1: Everybody. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Patrick. Wow. Peggy is freaked out by that.
1: Yeah. um,
0: I also have to take this girl out for her third late night walk. (sighs) Even though she's a sack of potatoes on this lap right now.
1: But if she wants to eat again, she's got to walk first. That's how we're raising this French baby.
0: Now, sissy, that walk. Okay. Uh...
1: I've got some shows and shows.
0: Oh, why don't you tell us about them?
1: Thursday night, Tamaqua, Pennsylvania, doing a big show. I think I'm headlining this theater show. Cool. For Liz Russo's uh sobriety anniversary celebration show. Love it. Friday night doing a rehab, that's a private thing. Uh Saturday, oh no, and then QED Astoria, a show called Relationship. Uh, where
0: (laughs) oh
1: you get it it's a pun oh where i'm going to perform on a set i'll do a set of comedy and then afterward there's a psychoanalyst on stage who will discuss what wait when's that show this friday okay 7 30 p.m
0: oh i'm gonna be at my yoga teacher training until 9 p.m 9 p.m
1: uh saturday i'm doing a storytelling show in down not downtown brooklyn like uh uh, Vanderbilt Avenue, what is that, like Fort Greene? Yeah, something uh, like that. At Branded Saloon at 6 p.m. And then that night at 9 p.m. We got a stand-up gig at uh, the Gaff West at a little comedy room called The Bomb Shelter. Uh, And those are my gigs that uh, if you want to come out and see some comedy. Those are
0: my gigs if you want to come to my gigs.
1: Beep, Pop. boop.
0: Um... Yeah, go see my husband perform comedy because I won't be able to because I'll be doing a children's yoga teacher training.
1: That's so fun. We'll see. You teach yoga to the children, teach their parents how to fuck their neighbors.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're just we're a multi level marketing team. Uh,
1: And if you want to learn more about us and our cult, check out (laughs) who.cares.pod on Instagram.
0: Who Duck Cares Podcast, I promise I will be posting things this week. Uh
1: also you are on Instagram as Ross Aaron Styles.
0: Also, just a lurker mostly these days, but come and follow me. Your Give stories, me a reason.
1: Your stories are good. Uh I am on Instagram at the whole bear report. So keep in touch, y'all. Let's be friends. K
0: I T. Okay. Are the kids still doing that? K I T. It's
1: all over my yearbook that I was reading the other day.
0: (laughs) You were reading the other.
1: Remember, my mom gave me those yearbooks. I know. It
0: just sounded funny, like that you just picked up your yearbook and started flipping. Twenty
1: years later, to make myself feel good, I like to remember that I was popular once.
0: Oh, I'm popular.
1: I'm ahead of the class.
0: I'm popular. popular.
1: My mom says I'm a catch.
0: Is that one of the lines?
1: Something like that. Anyway. Is that Weezer? No. Oh, if you're part of the secret book club that Ross and I are, there is a little splinter group putting on a really fun thing called Emo Night in Bushwick. They're going to have like, they're just going to play all the emo hits.
0: I won't be there. You
1: are dying inside. You are cringing so hard at me right now. There is
0: nothing I hate more than emo music. It
1: sounds fun, though.
0: Oh, my God. a lot of finger pointing and whiny voices. Like
1: Weezer? You like Weezer?
0: Weezer is not what I think of when I think of emo music. A lot
1: of people consider the Blue Album to be like the original emo record.
0: And then it really went off the rails. Yeah, but
1: there's a lot of good stuff, too.
0: I've yet to hear it, but uh, if you're into that, enjoy.
1: All right, everybody. You guys have a wonderful Monday, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in.
0: Don't get a case of the Mondays. Have a wonderful Monday. Have a
1: wonderful Monday. And if you get down, look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to make a better day today.
0: Wow. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bang. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs>